Hello this is Anna from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday the 2nd of September. India reported over 47000 new coronavirus cases taking the total tally of infections to over 3.28 crore. The death toll increased by 509. With this the total fatality count now stands at 4.39 lakh. Out of the new cases and deaths reported, Kerala reported 32,803 fresh cases and 173 deaths yesterday. All these figures, however, are widely believed to be undercounts. The Indian SARS-CoV-2 Genomics Consortium, a genome sequencing body, announced that breakthrough coronavirus infections in the country are well within the expected numbers. A breakthrough case happens when a person gets an infection even after being vaccinated against it. Meanwhile, the Brihan Mumbai Municipal Corporation made the RT-PCR test mandatory for international passengers arriving at the Mumbai airport from Friday onwards. The order was passed due to the spread of more transmissible variants of the coronavirus. According to India Today, passengers from Europe Middle East, South Africa, Brazil, Bangladesh, Botswana, China, Mauritius, New Zealand, Zimbabwe will have to undergo the test. A recent study led by University College London and Public Health England found that one in every 7 children may experience coronavirus related symptoms months after testing positive for the infection. According to Reuters, the study also discovered that children aged between 11 to 17 who tested positive for the infection were twice as likely to report three or more symptoms 15 weeks later as those who tested negative at the global level according to johns hopkins university covid-19 has infected more than 218.3 million people and led to over 4.54 million deaths since the beginning of the pandemic in december 2019 In a statement yesterday, the WHO said that last week it witnessed the first decline in new global cases in more than two months. Jammu and Kashmir separatist leader Syed Ali Shah Gilani passed away at the age of 92 in his home in Srinagar yesterday night due to prolonged illness. Gilani was under house arrest since 2008. In response to his death, the administration imposed restrictions on movement and communication in the Kashmir Valley. According to Free Press Kashmir, except for a few government-owned BSNL networks, all mobile connections were snapped at night. Barricades and paramilitary personnel were deployed in Srinagar, while civilians were not allowed to commute. Gilani had been a member of the All Parties Hurriyat Conference since the 1990s. In 2003 he formed his own faction the Tehreek-e-Hurriyat and stepped down as its chairman in June 2020 8 months after the center abrogated Jammu and Kashmir's special status under article 370 and divided the erstwhile state into two union territories In other news senior journalist and former Rajya Sabha MP Chandan Mitra passed away in Delhi late last night at the age of 65 after battling a prolonged illness Mitra was the editor of the Pioneer until June this year He was also a two-time Rajya Sabha member of parliament He first got nominated to the upper house from 2003 to 2009 after which he secured a second term on a Bharatiya Janata Party ticket in 2010 A close aide of LK Adwani 
he resigned from the Saffron Party in 2018 to join the Trinamool Congress. Several BJP and TMC leaders and politicians from across party lines posted their condolences on Twitter. In 2012, Mitra, then the editor and MD of Pioneer, had spoken to News Laundry about his disapproval of Operation West End and other fictitious things, and also whether he thought Pioneer is a BJP paper. You can watch the interview on our website newslaundry.com. And while you are there, check out our other interviews, podcasts, critiques, and ground reports. One such report is by my colleague Ayush Tiwari, who investigated the real cause behind the death of around 45 children in the last 10 days due to a mysterious viral fever. Ayush visited Firozabad's Sudama Nagar, the locality which is the worst hit by a dengue-like fever, and is a case study in sanitary negligence and hasty cover-ups. A public health expert surveying Firozabad's affected localities for the past week told him that the debilitating state of sanitation in the city is the primary reason for the epidemic. The expert said and I quote, "The drains are white, dirty and uncovered. It has rained heavily this year and most of them are clogged with garbage. I have seen children play beside these and that's how the fever is spreading." unquote. In fact, a health official working with the UP government confirmed that of 49 samples sent to Lucknow's King George's Medical University, 46 tested positive for dengue. Two samples tested positive for scrub typhus. To know more, read his detailed piece on our website. It is titled Inside UP's Mystery Viral Outbreak: A Killer Cocktail of Open Drains and Dumps. Listeners, we made it a point to hit the ground and investigate the real cause behind the worrying epidemic. We were able to do this because we are a reader-supported news platform which does not depend for funding on advertisements from governments or corporations. In these times when we repeatedly see governments and corporations trying to bend the media to their will and agenda, it becomes imperative that we do our bit to keep the media free and independent and we can do that by paying to keep news free so if you believe news should be free and independent join hundreds of our subscribers who feel the same way go to newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button on the top right hand corner of our home page remember when the public pays the public is served The Bharatiya Janata Party's West Bengal unit announced yesterday that it has served legal notices to two of its MLAs Tanmoy Ghosh and Biswajit Das who had migrated to the ruling Trinamool Congress. According to Scroll, Ghosh had joined the Trinamool Congress last Monday while Das switched to the Mamta Banerjee led party a day after. Another leader Mukul Roy had rejoined the Trinamool Congress on 11th of June. After Das's exit on Tuesday, the BJP's strength in the West Bengal Legislative Assembly dropped to 72. However, none of the three leaders who quit the BJP has resigned as MLAs. In this regard, the leader of opposition in the State Assembly, Suvendu Adhikari, said that the BJP would use the anti-defection law as it did in the case of Roy. The BJP had sought Roy's disqualification from the assembly after he moved to the Trinamool Congress. Interestingly, Adhikari had switched to the BJP from the TMC just ahead of the assembly election in March. 
Adhikari further stated that since the Trinamool Congress came to power in 2011, more than 50 MLAs from different parties had joined the Trinamool Congress. He said, and I quote, the opposition parties then, which is the left and the Congress, did not seriously take up these defections. From the BJP, we can assure that we will take it to its logical conclusion in a democratic manner, unquote. Yesterday, the Allahabad High Court observed that cows should be declared India's national animal and that their protection should be made a fundamental rights of Hindus. This came while the court was denying bail to a Muslim man arrested under the Prevention of Cow Slaughter Act in March. According to Hindustan Times, the accused, identified as Javed, had allegedly stolen the cow, killed it and kept its meat. The single judge bench of Justice Shekhar Yadav said that the central government should table a bill in parliament to give fundamental rights to cows and strict laws should be enacted to punish those harming the animal. In his 12-page order, the judge said and I quote, The cow has been shown as an important part in India's ancient texts like the Vedas and the Mahabharata that define Indian culture and for which India is known. In view of the circumstances, the cow should be declared the national animal and cow protection should be part of the fundamental rights of the Hindu community because we know that when a country's culture and faith get hurt, the country becomes weak." Unquote. Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana remarked today that some websites and social media platforms attempt to give communal colour to news. This came while the Apex Court was hearing pleas seeking action against some media coverage of the Tablighi Jamaat event last year. Live Law quoted Ramana as saying, it ultimately brings a bad name to the country. It added that the CJI lamented that web portals are not governed by anything and social media companies listen only to powerful people and not to institutions or common people. The Chief Justice also noted that there was no accountability. In response, Solicitor General Tushar Mehta said these issues would be addressed by the Modi government's new IT rules. He asked the court to transfer all pleas challenging the IT rules in various high courts to the Supreme Court. The bench accordingly listed the transfer plea. The matter will be heard in six weeks. In 2020, the coverage of the Nizamuddin congregation by the mainstream media was fueled with communal hatred, fake news, conspiracy theories, misinformation and misreporting. To know more on their attempts to vilify a specific community, you can read our detailed report titled Audit of Bigotry – How Indian Media Vilified Tablighi Jamaat Over Coronavirus Outbreak on our website newslaundry.com. On Wednesday, the United Nations warned that Afghanistan could face a food crisis within a month, leaving one out of three people hungry. This comes as the Taliban tries to form a new government to run the country whose international recognition still remains in question. According to Al Jazeera, Ramiz Alakbarov, UN humanitarian coordinator in Afghanistan, said that the situation from a humanitarian perspective continues to be extremely tense. He added that more than half the children in the country already struggle to find the next meal. The media portal also reported that in recent days, food prices in Afghanistan have increased by about 50% and petrol by as much as 75%. With most international aid shut, 
Alan Barov said that government services cannot function and public employees are not receiving their salaries. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thank you.